From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, January 9th. I'm Michelle Blackwell. On January 4th, 30-foot waves overtopped the cliff at Point Cabrillo and slammed into the lighthouse. It was the worst damage on the coast from the major storm that walled California, bringing torrential rains, gales, floods, and high surf. State Park Superintendent Lauren Rex explained what happened at Point Cabrillo and the other local parks. Thank you, Lauren, for being with us today. What happened at Point Cabrillo Lighthouse during Wednesday's storm? We were notified Wednesday morning by park staff that there had been damage to the Point Cabrillo Lighthouse. When staff arrived on scene, they found the two western-facing doors had been broken by a large wave, and the wave uh, shattered the doors, pushed them off their hinges, and went into the lighthouse itself and destroyed a number of displays and damaged a lot of the goods inside the lighthouse. The swells were estimated at 30 feet and above for that time of the morning. How tall is that cliff? You know, I'm not sure the exact size of the cliff, but it's a fairly long distance to get from the ocean up to the lighthouse. Clearly they chose that spot because it was a pretty safe spot, but historically there was a wave that had actually broken on that point and went over the roof of the lighthouse. I think it was decades ago, but in my 15 years here on the coast, this is the first experience we've had with any kind of damage with the waves. The visitor center was damaged. Is it going to be able to open anytime soon? You know, we're actually in discussions right now with the Point Cabrillo Lightkeepers. It's the nonprofit that has been doing the great work preserving the light station, as well as you know, providing interpretive tours for the park. They received an alarm call at 8.30 in the morning that there was motion in the building. Little did they know it was a a rogue wave that came through. They were there yesterday cleaning out the building inventory and looking at doing a damage assessment along with the state parks, maintenance, and ranger staff. The lens at Point Cabrillo is irreplaceable. Did it or the structure suffer any damage? The lens itself was high enough where it was not affected by the wave at all. The structure of the building, what we've seen so far was the exterior doors that were broken by the wave, as well as a lot of interior shelving and displays that were damaged. We have not had time to do any kind of structural assessment uh, in depth at this point, but primarily just trying to get the huge amount of seawater that was still left standing in the building, as well as sand and rocks and debris that came in with the wave uh, into the lighthouse. Tanya Smart, president of the Point Cabrillo Lightkeepers Association, is busy assessing the losses to inventory and displays. She says the State Parks Department was amazing, providing staff, tools, and supplies. She also said the good news is no one was hurt, and while it's a mess... It's just a mess. The lighthouse is still operating for navigation. It's too early to estimate the total damage or say when visitors will be allowed back. Smart says the wave actually moved the cannon that was on display at the lighthouse. What other damage did state parks have to deal with from this storm? The storm with the wind took down a number of trees along the coast. We lost old growth trees in Montgomery Woods and Handy Woods. Some of those trees have been falling into the roads, into power lines. Down in Sonoma County, we've had buildings and trucks hit by trees. We have a lot of coastal erosion up and down the coast. So uh, as far as uh, boardwalks, staircases that go down to the beach, trails that are nearby, there's undercutting on the bluffs. So we've seen not only damage from the wind, but also the rain and the high surf uh, combining to really make an effect on our coastal parks. I saw someone at the beach at Pudding Creek on Thursday. The water was well under 
the trestle? Should people be that close to the water? No, you know, we've seen uh, long interval waves come up that known as sneaker waves, but with the swells conditions so high that it could be a couple 10, 20 seconds, or it could be a minute or two between waves. But if you're not careful, they can sneak up on you. So the best thing to do is just to stay clear of the waves during these high surf events. You know, we don't want to put any of our rescuers in harm's way as well. We've had lifeguards on. We've brought in extra staff to go up and down the coast to make public safety contacts and make sure that people that might not be aware of the ocean's power, we're able to talk them and make sure they're viewing it from a safe location. So is the Hall Road and some of the other coastal trails that are basically go right along the coast, are those safe for people to walk on? And actually, Point Cabrillo, can people still walk out there? We have closed Point Cabrillo down because of the high surf coming up onto the bluffs. The Hall Road itself is far enough away from the ocean where we're not seeing any kind of wave intrusions. So that should be fine. But as you take trails that go down to the bluffs or the beach, that's when you really start to have to pay attention to make sure you're not getting yourself in a bad situation. If you're able to see it from a parking lot or from a designated trail, if the trail's not closed, generally you're in a pretty good situation. I just sent a ranger down to evaluate the Mendocino headlands and potentially close down the trails. We haven't been able to get eyes on all the trails and there is a serious potential for undercutting and bluff erosion. So we're trying to evaluate as much as possible, but then we also have to realize there's additional storms coming too. So it is a dynamic condition that we're dealing with. Parks did not have any aquatic rescues during the recent storm, but they did have to remove trees so visitors could exit some of the parks. Camping is currently restricted to the west Port Union Landing State Beach, which is on a high bluff and treeless. The January 4th storm also brought trees down, created power outages, and closed roads. The Fort Bragg Public Works and Westport Volunteer Fire reported that they had no serious damage. Chief Latouf of Mendocino Fire reported 34 callouts on Wednesday. Both the wastewater systems in Mendocino and Fort Bragg handled the deluge without overflows. We have a long way to go before those rainy days disappear from the forecast. Mendocino County has warned to expect flooding through January 9th and directs the public to www.mendoready.org for information on how to be prepared. For KZYX News, I'm Michelle Blackwell. For all our news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.